Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erev Daf Chaf. We're starting the top line, the last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored. B'schos Rabbi Shua ben Tova Malka and Rachel Leah Baschan Apparel. They and their family should be blessed with Hatzlach in all areas of life and the ability to continue doing tremendous chesed. We were up to the fifth question that Abai asked Rabbi regarding this Pasei Birois enclosure. The Gemara says, Ba'amine Abai me Rabbi, he asked Rabbi, Chatzor Shirosh Nechas Lovena Pasim, a chatzor that opens directly into this well enclosure. Ma'alotalta Mitoicha Lovena Pasim, Lovena Pasim Mitoicha, are you allowed to carry from this chatzor? into this enclosure, and from the enclosure into it, we can take a look at this picture over here, halfway down the Amin Rashi. This is not a precise picture, because this picture is showing two chatzers opening into it, which we'll see soon in the Gemara, whereas over here we're actually talking about one chatzer. If there's one chatzer that opens directly into the Pasei Baris enclosure, are we allowed to carry from it into the enclosure, and from the enclosure into it? What exactly is the question? We know that it's usher to carry from one Rosh to another, if they're owned by two separate people, unless an Erev is made between them. Now since this well enclosure is designated for all the Eili Regal, perhaps it's considered theirs, and now it's two separately owned Rishuiz Hayachid that would need an Erev. So Rabbi answers, Amorle, Mutter, it's permitted. And now by asking Shtaimai, what about if we have two Chatseris opening into it? And this picture is more accurate now because we have two Chatseris side by side, they share a common wall. Are we allowed to carry into this enclosure and back into the Chatseris? Amorle, Rabbi responded, Asr, it's Asr. Amr Huna, he says, Shtaimasurim, to our Asr, why? Vafilu Irvu, even if we made an Erev in between these two Chatseris. And now this picture that we have is even more accurate because if you see that break in the middle of that line, right where it says the word chatzer. So that's actually a break in between two chatzeres. And if they made an Erev chatzeres in between these two chatzeres, so they're allowed to carry from one chatzer to another. So even if we have that Erev chatzeres done, it's still usher to carry from the chatzer into the well enclosure and back. Why? Continues the Gemara. Perhaps other people are going to say, Erev Mayalabena Pasim, then Erev helps to carry in between these pasim. Now what does that mean, Shema Yaimru, that people are going to say? We're afraid that people are going to say that an Erev helps when the only access from one chatzar to another is actually through the well enclosure, which means that there's no direct access through their common wall, meaning there's no break in the wall. And that's also according to everyone. Now why is that? Because the only way it's permitted to carry from one chatzar to another when there isn't direct access and you have to walk through another area to get from one to another is when that other area is a mavoi, like we already know. Then Chitufe Muvais needs to be made, joining them all together. But here, this well enclosure doesn't have the status of a mavoi because it doesn't have three walls around it, and therefore there's no way to use it as the access point of the chatzeres. And since we're afraid that people are going to be mistaken and think you are allowed to use it as the access point, therefore, even when there is direct access from one chatzer to another, and we made a proper area chatzeres, we're still not allowed to carry into this well enclosure and back. Whereas Rav Amar, he argues with Rav Huna, he says, Erevu Mutter, if they did make an Erev in between these two chatzeres, in the case where there is a direct access point in between these chatzeres through the shared wall, so then it would be permitted to carry into the Pasei Beres enclosure also. And Amar Le'abai Al-Rava, Tani, Dimisai I have a proof for you from a b'risa, Chatzor Shorosha Echad Nechaz Lubayna Pasim, we have a Chatzor that opens up into this well enclosure, Mutter Lutalta Mitoicha Lubayna Pasim, Lubayna Pasim Mitoicha, you're allowed to carry from it into this well enclosure, and from the well enclosure back into the Chatzor, Avol Shtayim Aser, but if there's two Chatzeres that open into it, it's Aser. When was that said? Shalai Irvu. If there was no Erev done in between the two Chatzeres, Avol Irvu. If an Erev Chatzeres was done, Mutaran then would be Mutter. So we see very clear from Obraisa, just like Rava. So the Gemara says, Let's say this is a disproof to Rav Huna. So the Gemara says, No, Amal Rav Huna. He'll answer that Hasim to Hadron Ve'irvan. That's talking about where you join them again with an Erev. And this is actually what the picture in Rashi was drawn for. If you could see, there's actually two breaks in the common wall between these two Chatzeres. And if you look at the bottom in very small letters, it says over here, Hunter Irvan. So if Huna says that the reason why this case would be
would be permitted is because the people in the Pasei well enclosure are able to see inside the Chatseris and they can see that there's actually an opening from one Chatser to another and therefore they're not going to mistakenly think that you're allowed to carry even when there's no opening. That's what this Lashon of Hader Ervan is. They went back and they made another Erev, meaning an Erev that people can see. Whereas if it's a scenario that people from the outside cannot see that there is a shared opening in between these two Chatseris, then Rav Hun would say that even the Brisa would agree that you're not allowed to carry from the Chatser into the Pasibirais and vice versa. And now for a sixth and final question. What about if the water from this well dried up on Shabbos? Armelay, he said, The only reason why the Mechitza is valid is because there was water here. If there's no water, so then we don't have valid Mechitza either, and you're not allowed to carry within this enclosure. And by Rav and Rav asked, What about if the water dried up on Shabbos? And then more water came on Shabbos, meaning it rained again, and it refilled the pit. What's the halacha? Armelay, told Rav, you shouldn't have to be asking this question about if it dried up on Shabbos. Because I asked this question of Meir referring to Rabbah. And he says it's Usr because the only reason why you're allowed to care within these mechitzas is if there's water. But now that the water dried up, so you're not allowed to care in it. And Ba'unami you also shouldn't be asking if it refilled with water, whether or not that's Mutter. That's considered a mechitza was created on Shabbos and it's permitted. Vitanya, we have a Braiso. Call mechitza Suyib Shabbos any mechitza that's created on Shabbos. It doesn't make difference how it was created. It's a valid mechitza, and therefore you would once again be allowed to carry in this area. The Gemara asks, Lavit didn't we say on that? Amrav Nachman, Loishanu El Lizrek. We only said this in regards to throwing something, meaning, Lechomra, you are not allowed to throw something into this enclosure with this brand new mechitza that was made on Shabbos or throw something from it out because it's considered from Rosh Rabbim to Rosh Yachin and vice versa. But to carry within this mechitza, we never said it's actually a valid mechitza. So the Gemara says, No, Kiitmar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman only said his statement, Amazed Itmar. He said that only when you made the mechitza bemezid, so then we're going to go lechumra, and we're going to say it's going to be only considered a mechitza in regards to throwing something into it, you'd be chayv, but you're not allowed to carry in it. But if this mechitza was made b'shaygik, so then it would be a valid mechitza, and you'd be allowed to carry in it, and over here, it was created by itself, Hashem made it rain, it refilled the pit, so therefore it would be a valid mechitza once again, and you'd be allowed to carry within this well enclosure. And now the Gemara says, Amr Abelazar, Hazarik Lebein Chayiv. If someone throws an object from the Rosh Rabim into this well enclosure, he would be chayv for throwing something from Rosh Rabim to Rosh Yachid. The Gemara says, Pshita, isn't that obvious? If it wasn't a valid mechitza, how would it be permitted to draw water from this well into this enclosure? The Gemara says, Loi tzricha, the whole Chiddush of Rebbe Lezer is, David ke'en pasei b'rois b'roshos rabim, you made this entire setup in Roshos rabim without a well in the middle, v'zarek l'soycha, and then you threw something into it, chayev, you're still chayev, because it's a valid mechitza even without the well. The Gemara says, Hanayim pshita, that's also obvious. Ilav de ba'am mechitza, if it wasn't considered a valid mechitza without the well in it, so gabi bar to carry within it even when there is a well there. So what's the Chiddush of Rebbe Lazar? So Gemara says, Light Tzricha, the Chiddush is, Afagav the Kabaki Barabim. Even though there's many people walking through it, it's still considered a valid Mechitza, and they're not Mevatel the Mechitza. The Gemara says, Maik Hamashmon, what's the Chiddush? The Loi Asu Rabim Mevatel Mechitza, that the Rabim that's walking through it, the public thoroughfare that this has become, is not Mevatel the Mechitzas? We already know that. Ha'am Rebbe Lazar Chazimna, Rebbe Lazar taught us this once. Did not, Rebbe Huda Aymer, Rebbe Huda says, Imhaisadech Rishas Rabim Lafsakton, and Rishas Rabim cuts right through this, meaning the well is right in the middle of Shusarabim, and the Pasebiras are on the sides of the Shusarabim, and so therefore the only way to get from one side to the other is walk right through this well enclosure. So then he saw Kendall at Stadin, you have to move this whole well enclosure off to the side. You don't have to do that. And Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, both of them commented on the Chacham Shito, Here we see the power of Mechitzas, that even though the Rabbim are walking through this, it still has the validity of a 
proper mechitza. So we see the Rebbe Lezer already looks at this as a valid mechitza, even though the Rabbim's going through it. So why did he have to tell us that if someone throws something into the Pasebi Rois, so then he's going to be chayv? The Gemara says, Ime Hasim, if we only had that statement, the Rebbe Lezer had commented on the Chum Shita, Havamin, I would think, Khan Vilei that he's just commenting on the Chum Shita, but not that he agrees to them. Kamash Mon, the Chedoshit is Khan that not only is he commenting of, wow, how strong these mechitzas are, he also holds of it. So the Gemara says, Why didn't he just say one statement? He should have just said that if someone throws into it, so then he's going to be chayv. And then we'll know automatically that he holds as a valid mechitza. Why did he have to say it twice? So the Gemara says, One was stated as an inference from another. And the Mephoshim explained that to mean, Rebbe Lazar had made the first statement, and in order not to be mistaken with what he really holds, so his Talmidim quoted him saying that the Chachamim gave real kalach to mechitzas, clearly showing that he holds of the Chachamim, and he's not just commenting on their shita. And the Gemara continues explaining the we had said in the Mishnah that the corners are allowed to be brought very close to the well as long as there's enough space for Rosh Rubai, the head, and most of the body of the cow, to be inside the mechitza. If not, we're afraid that the owner is going to step outside these mechitzas while holding onto the bucket of water the cow is drinking from, and then he'd be over on carrying from Rosh Hashayachet to Rosh Hashayachet. And the Gemara brings a similar idea. Tanan Hasim, we have a Mishnah over there. A person is not allowed to stand in Rosh Hashayachet and drink something that's in Rosh Hashayachet. Or Rosh Hashayachet, Vishta Rosh Hashayachet, stand in Rosh Hashayachet and drink something that's in Rosh Hashayachet. Unless he places his head and the majority of his body inside the area that he's drinking from. Why? Because we're afraid that he's going to take the cup and he's going to bring it back to where the majority of his body is and then he's going to be either carrying from one Rosh to another. But if Rosh Ruba is in the Rosh that he's actually drinking in, so then we're not afraid he's going to bring the cup of liquid back to the area where his feet are. And the Gemara, Chafon and Bez on the top says, V'chein Begasson, the same thing with a wine press, and this has nothing to do with Rehutzah and Shabbos, so therefore we're not going to focus on this wine press. And now the Gemara says, Gabe Adam, when we're talking about a person, Ha'amar, we just said, Debay Roshiv Rubai, we have to have Roshiv Rubai in the area where the liquid is. Gabe Parah, but in regards to a cow, maybe in Allah Roshiv Rubai, Allah, do we need to have Roshiv Rubai in the area where the liquid is? What's the question? Kol Hecha de Kanaket Manev Loinaket La, in this scenario where he's holding onto the bucket of water, but he's not holding onto the cow itself, Loiti Bailacha, we're not asking Debay Roshiv Rubai, Milagav, for sure we need to have Rosh Rubai of the cow inside. Why is this? Because if Rosh Rubai of the cow is not inside, then we're afraid that while the cow is drinking, he's going to turn his head because no one's holding him. He's going to end up positioning himself outside this enclosure into the Rosh Hashanah and then the owner is going to be inclined to move the bucket outside into the Rosh Hashanah so the cow can continue drinking and then he's going to be over on caring from Rosh to Rosh So Kiti Balacha, what's the question? The Gemara says, He's holding on to the bucket of water and he's holding on to the cow so he can't move. My, what's Alacha? Over here, maybe it doesn't need to have Rosh Rubai in inside because it can't move. So the Gemara says, Armalehi responded, Tani Sua, we learned in our Mishnah, as long as we have Rosh of Rubai, the cow inside, and he's drinking, my love doesn't mean that he's holding on to the cow and the bucket. So we say, he's holding on to the bucket, but not the cow. So we see that if Rosh of Rubai, the cow is inside the enclosure, he does not have to hold on to the cow, he could just hold on to the bucket. The Gemara says, is that really permitted? That if Rosh of Rubai is inside the enclosure, and he's only holding on to a bucket that it would be permitted. But Tanya, we have a price. A person's not to fill up water on Shabbos and put it in front of his animal, meaning hold on to it while his animal drinks from it. Aval, but what he could do is, he fills up the bucket of water, and he pours the water out, and he has to drink on its own. So we see very clearly from his Brysa that you're not allowed to hold on to the bucket of water if you're not also holding on to the cow. In that scenario, you would have to pour the bucket of water out and then the cow drinks from it. So the Gemara says, not a problem. It was already stated on that Brysa, which had said that a person is not allowed to hold his animal's water bucket and have the animal drink out of it directly. Even though he's in Rosh Hashanah, it was Amr Abayah, Abayah already said on that, Hacha, in 
that case, is Be'evus Ha'emet B'Rishus Rabim. We're talking about a water trough that's standing in Rishus Rabim. Gavayu Yitvachim Brechav Dalit is ten Tvachim high and four Tvachim wide. So it's a Rishus Ha'yachad by itself. V'Rosh Ya'echad Nichnas L'Bein Ha'pasim. And one of the ends of this trough is actually sticking inside this Pasei well enclosure. And the reason why it's usher for the owner of the animal to hold onto the bucket and have the animal drink out of it directly is because Dilma Chazi Leila Evos Demakalko. Perhaps he's going to see part of the Evos that's situated in the Rishus Rabim is ruined. Vasa the Tikkunin, he's going to end up trying to fix it. V'Dar Leila Dav He's going to carry the bucket with him in the Rosh Hashanah the Kamapic Rosh Hashanah and then he's going to be over from carrying from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Now what's going on over here? We have a visual on the left-hand side with a cow sticking his head out of the barn, and right underneath him is this oval-shaped thing, which is the Avosis's water trough, and the end of the water trough is going into this Pasebirayis enclosure. Now this brass is telling us that the owner who's situated within the enclosure is not allowed to draw water and carry it over the trough, which technically is mutter because the trough is Rosh Hashanah and the bucket never leaves the airspace above it and then give that water to his animal and he's only allowed to draw water from the well pour it into the part of the trough that's situated within the enclosure and then let it flow to his animal at the end of the trough now the reason why it's also for him to do that the Gemara said that there's a Xera we're afraid he's going to end up seeing that part of the trough that's situated in the Rosh Hashanah is broken and he's going to want to fix it so therefore instead of carrying the water over the trough, he's going to end up carrying it and placing it down in the Rosh in order to fix the trough, and now he just carried water from the Rosh Yachid Pasei enclosure into the Rosh and then he's going to be Chayev, so that's why in this scenario, he has to pour the water into the trough only where it's located inside the enclosure, and then it flows to the animal. The Gemara asks, In that scenario, would he really be Chayev? who's carrying items from one corner to another in his house, and then he decides to carry them outside the Rishus Rabbim, Potter, he's going to be Potter. Why? Because his original Akira, when he picked up these things inside his house, he never had intention to bring them outside. So over here, he never had intention to carry this bucket from the Rishus Yachid and place it down in the Rishus Rabbim. He had intention to place it in Rishus Yachid, which would be Mutter. He only absent mindedly placed it down in the Rishus Rabbim, and he wouldn't be Chai for doing that. And so we're not going to make Xera to prevent something that someone wouldn't even be Chai for doing. So the answer is you're right. Elozimni the Matakinle, he's going to end up fixing the trough. Vahadr Ma'ayle, then he's going to pick up his bucket, which he had placed down in the Rosh Hashanah, and then he's going to place it on top of the trough, which is the Rosh Hashanah, and that was done with proper kavana, and then he would be chayev for taking it from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, so that's why we have to make Xer. then in this scenario, he's not allowed to hold onto the bucket and have the animal drink out of it directly. However, if it's our original case, where the animal is inside this Pasei enclosure, then he is allowed to hold onto the bucket, and the animal is allowed to drink from it. And now we're going to have a second version of this Gemara. We already Stated by a person, it's sufficient if he has rice of ruba in the area where the water is located. Gabe parab in regards to a cow, mi sagila rice of ruba Is it sufficient if he has rice of ruba inside the area where the liquid is or not? And the Gemara explains, In the scenario where he's holding onto the water bucket and he's holding onto the cow, we don't have a problem. Obviously, it's okay if Rosh is inside this enclosure. So what's the question? If he's holding onto the bucket, but he's not holding onto the cow, my, what's the halacha? Now, the difference between this version and the last version is, is according to the first version, if Rosh of the animal was in the enclosure, then he does not need to hold onto it while giving it to drink. Whereas over here, we're asking when Rosh of the animal is inside, is it sufficient to hold on to the animal or do we actually need to have the entire animal inside the enclosure? 
So the Gemara answers, Amalei, he responded, As long as the majority of the cow and its head is inside, and he's drinking, my love does not mean to knock it of loy knock it that he's holding onto the bucket and not holding onto the cow. The Gemara says, no, loy did knock it mana, vin knock it It's talking about where he's holding onto the bucket and holding onto the cow. So we see that when Rosh Ruba is inside the enclosure and he's holding onto the cow, it's sufficient. And Vahachinam is stubborn, it's logical to say that, do knock it mana, of loy knock it mishari, if he's holding onto the bucket but not the animal, would that be permitted? Vatanya, we have a brisa, loy mali other mayan vitan a person is not to fill up a bucket with water and place it in front of his animal, meaning hold onto it while the animal is drinking. Aval, mamali v'shayfech, he is allowed to fill it up and pour it out, and then the cow drinks it on its own. So the Gemara says, no, that's not right, because the Itmar Allah, we already said on that b'raith, so it's talking about something completely different. Amr Abayah, Abayah has said, Hach, over here, this b'raith is talking about, Be'evus ha'min b'shus ram, the water troughs inside b'shus ram. G'voya sarat v'achim b'raith ha'arba, it's ten v'achim high, fourth v'achim wide, so it's its own r'shus ha'yachet, v'rush ha'nechaz ha'bein ha'pasim, and one of the ends is inside this passive b'raith enclosure, designating that it might be the chazilayla'evus ha'makalkal, he's going to see that the avus is ruined, where it's in the r'shus ha'rabim. V'asil t'kuni is going to end up trying to fix it, and then he's going to be over for caring from Rishis Yachet to Rishis Rabim. The Gemara says, as we asked previously, would he be Chayiv in that case? Someone that carries his items from one corner to another corner of his house, and then he decided to change his mind mid step and carry them outside. Potter, he's a new Potter for that. Because his original Akira, he didn't have in mind to bring it outside. So to hear his original Akira of this water inside the Pasibi Rice, he had no intention whatsoever to place it down in the Rishis Rabim. So the Gemara says, you're right. What's our chashash? Perhaps he's going to end up fixing this avas. Then he's going to pick up the bucket from the floor of the Rishos Rabim. Then he's going to be chai for carrying it from Rishos Rabim to Rishos Yachid. And the Gemara says, Tashma, we're going to try to bring a raya for the first version of our question, which was, if the animal is being held, may he give it to drink even though Rosh Hashanah is not inside the enclosure? The Gemara continues with the Brisa, Gamal Shosh Mifnim, a camel that has Rosh Hashanah inside, Aysen Aysen, we're allowed to stuff him. Mibifnim, we say, if it's inside, Vahayivus command to knock it mana, vinak it stuffing a camel with food is as if you're holding onto it and holding onto the bucket of water because you're holding onto the camel with one hand and the food with the other hand. The Kabi'in and Rosh Hashanah, and we still require Rosh Hashanah over here. So we have a raya that even if you're holding on to it, you still need Rosh Hashanah inside the enclosure. So the Gemara says, Amr Vacha Barav Huna, Amr Sheshes, Shani Gamal Camel's different, Hoyelbet Savari Aruch, since its neck is very long, so if he does not have Rosh Hashanah inside, even if you are holding on to him, he might swivel his head, and then since his neck is very long, he's going to end up bringing his head outside into the Rosh and then you're going to be inclined to hold the food carry out to the Rosh Hashanah and feed him. However, that doesn't necessarily apply to a cow that has a very short neck, so therefore, if his head is inside, even though Raiva's body is not inside, it's very possible that it would be permitted. So they more chance to bring another Raya. Tashma, an animal that has Rosh Hashanah inside, so we're allowed to stuff it. What's our Raya? If it's inside, stuffing an animal with food, it's as if you're holding on to it and holding on to the water bucket. We still see that you need Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara says, no, that's not a raya because my behemoth nami the ketani, this behemoth that we said in this bride, so gumbo, it's actually also talking about a camel. The Gemara says, that can't be because vatanya behemoth vatanya gumbo. We have one bride that says behemoth, one that says gumbo, so it can't be that the behemoth bride is talking about a camel. The Gemara says, why not? Midi gabi hadadi tanya, were these brises taught together that it must be that they were taught by the same person? They were taught at separate times in separate bate midrashim, so it's very possible they're taught by two separate tanaim, and each was talking about a camel. One said the word camel, and one said the word behemoth, referencing a camel. And once we 
brought up a camel in this halacha. Tainami Hachi will also have a brass like this. Rabbi Lezer, Eiser, Begamel, Halvitz of our Arach. Rabbi Lezer does not allow us to do this with a camel, meaning we have to make sure that we have Rosh Rubai inside since he has a very long neck. And now more about the Pase Burai's Heter. Amar Bietzchak Barada, Loi Hotru Pase Burai's El Oil Rugalim Bovad. The only people that are allowed to draw water from these well enclosures is only the Oil Rugalim, but not the people that lived in the area. The Gemara Svatanya, the Bresa said, Loi Hotru Pase Burai's El Lagai Behem Bovad. We only permitted it for the animals, meaning it's permitted for animals, but really anyone living in the area is allowed to draw water for his animals. The Gemara says, no, my behem, what does it mean for animals? Behemas oiler regalim. It's the animals, other people that came up to be oiler regal. Aval adam, but a person can use the brisa. Metapis for oiler, metapis viarid. He has to climb up and then climb down. He has to go into the well itself in order to drink. No one is allowed to draw water from the well and drink it outside the well. Not a person that lives there, nor a person that's an oiler regal himself. We're only allowed to draw water for the animals. The Gemara says, any is that so? That people are not allowed to draw water from this well? These Pase Burais were only permitted for a spring-fed well. Vila Behemoth is only permitted to draw water from this for animals, so what does it make a difference if the water in this hole is either spring-fed or it's gathered rainwater? Who cares if there's animals drinking it? It could be any sort of water. The answer is no, even though people are not allowed to draw water from this well for themselves, we still need something that's fit for human consumption. Since it's the water inside the well that allows a person to carry within these mechitzas, that means that the water inside the well has to be fit for human consumption, even though the person himself is not allowed to draw water for himself. So therefore, it's possible that the person is only allowed to draw water for his animal and not for himself, and it still has to be spring-fed water. We're going to conclude here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a discussion of this brass that we just mentioned. Everyone should have a wonderful day.